What's up? It's Nick. It's Keegs. It's Here's a Podcast Here You Happy Now, your favorite podcast about everything and nothing. Welcome to episode 72. Nick, live from Brooklyn. Keegan, myself, and I, live from Assets Park, Colorado. Welcome to We're our here. golf episode. In this episode of Ken Burns Presents Here's a Podcast Here You Happy Now presents golf. We will explore all that is golf. We explore why it is loved, deplored, why its players are praised and scorned. And maybe, just maybe, we will learn to love and deplore it too. What do you think about golf, Nick? I'm excited to get into this because, you know, we've been doing this podcast for a long time now, and it helps me reflect on myself to think of like, oh, what, you know, what kind of person are you? What, what, what do you like, what energy are you putting into the world, you know? And I think my energy, and I'm learning this more and more, I'm just, I've said it here, I've said it once, I've said it a million times. I'm not a, I'm not a guy who wants to yuck people's yums, you know? I'm, I'm not someone who wants to come in there and tell you your thing sucks, you know? And I'm happy about that. Until today. Because I think golf sucks. I really think golf sucks. This is my stand. I think it's just, I think it sucks. And I can, I have a lot to say about it. I want to go into this with an open mind, though, and an open heart. People in my life play golf and love golf. It's not something, you know, I've brought this up to other people. Not nearly as popular as an opinion of an opinion as you think it was. P- unlikely people defend golf, you know? It's got seriously good PR. But I'm going to stand my ground for as long as I can. Would you say that this is the, the hill that you're prepared to die on? I am prepared to die on this hill. And you know me, it's got to be a big hill for me to prepare to die on it. I don't want to yeah. die. I mean, it's pretty disrespectful to all of our um, men and women in, in arms who've died on hills for you to say True. that. But, True. Um, but this is mine. Which, yeah, I guess, again, Keith. I don't want to yuck your yum, your yum of, of disrespecting our armed forces. Um, <laughs> I, I'm kind of on the other end of, I recognize that golf, I mean, let's go back. Golf is maybe one of the most famous sports to have ever been made fun of because it was started by, I mean, not started, but one of the most well-known uh, kind of mockings of golf is Robin Williams' stand-up where he kind of goes through how the sport makes no sense. Um, the last thing I'm ever going to do on my podcast with 30 listeners is try to imitate Robin Williams. Um, but if you haven't seen it because you're a moron, I would go check it out as soon as possible because um, if you aren't, then it, you're, you're uncultured. All due respect. But I'm ready to... I want to hate golf because it's do so you? fun to make fun of. I do. I do want to hate it because it's so easy to make fun of. And like, I think one of the things through writing and blogging and, and organizing this podcast is like, there is something really great about just something that's easy to make fun of. You know, it's people don't realize how hard it is to just make fun of things that are easy to make fun of. You know, there's only so many ideas I have. And now that I've been kind of doing either the blog or this for like three years, it's, it can be exhausting to just try to think of like, all right, well, what's a funny angle? And golf is just, there's countless funny angles, you know? And I think that's because there's, it's easy to put it in a box, but there's also, there's also a huge amount of versatility, like the variety of people who play golf and for the variety of reasons they play golf and the varieties of things that are ridiculous about golf. There's just, you can just make fun of everything. And it's, and it's incredible in that regard. However, I also really want to like golf and be good at golf because I can't think of, I mean, we'll get into this, but I just can't think of a better way to like spend time with people. And I think maybe part of this is quarantine brain a little bit. Like I'm down for anything that like things I wouldn't have been willing to do in the first place with my friends. I am now so willing to do if it gets us in the same spot. It's a super easy sport to point like to social distance with. Um, and like, I just want to spend time with my friends. And when you put all those things, like ultimately I think golf is just a great sport for spending a day with your friends. Are there better ways to spend days with your friends? I guess we'll get into it. That's a way I mean, to find out. There's the crux of one of my first arguments. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have to get into it. Um, this is also a, a really polarizing topic. I mean, I just want to give a huge shout out to everyone that reached out to us over our social media, whether it was Facebook, whether it was Instagram, whether it was texting us, whether it was emailing us, whether it was showing up at our doorstep unannounced. Uh, it was it was unbelievable. We had so much input on golf. We had people who were shitting on us for how we'd shit on it. We had 
people who were finally ready to talk about how much they hate golf, people who want to talk about how much they love it. Shout out to all of you. Um, we want to share a couple voicemails of people um, that, that reached out to us during the week. First, a man who loves golf with all of his heart. Without further ado, one of my best friends in the world, Shonsky. Yo, yo, this is Sean, a.k.a. Mundo, calling in. A uh, good friend of Keegan's, grew up in Hanover, New Hampshire with him. I uh, used to be on the, the rowing team together, and then Keegan, I, I don't know, became 6'7", six, 6'8", six, and uh, wasn't good enough for him anymore. But, uh, you know, all's good here. Talking about golf. Um, pretty crazy weekend we had uh, so far going into the final round right now. We have Bryson DeChambro absolutely shooting missiles down the fairway. I don't know how you can hit a drive 423 yards and still end up with a double bogey, but I guess anything's the world when you're on steroids. Um, Tiger only made the cut because, let's be honest, the the refs just said, yeah, we're just going to move the cut one back in order to, uh, you know, keep Tiger around, keep people watching. Um, what else happened? Oh, yeah, Bryson hit one, went right over a fence, clearly over the fence, and he asked the ref if he could hop the fence out of bounds in order to chip the ball and the ref started laughing so pretty tough visual there and yeah i think uh john rom the spaniard might uh might be running away with this one i hope tony hope you don't break your ankle again finau comes back with some some juice this evening but uh hard to tell and you know we'll see and yeah i think um that pretty much sums up this weekend i know uh Rory McIlroy took a little dig at uh, Tommy English Fleetwood, and Tommy's quarantining in the U.S. right now and should be back next weekend. So uh, we'll uh, put Rory in his place because, you know, let's be honest, I don't think anyone's favorite golfer is Rory McIlroy. We'll see what happens. I got a bet on Tony fin- Finau to, to win this thing, so obviously I would uh, like to see that go through. But uh, like I said, John Rahm, the Spaniard, he's yeah, – what a – what a painful golfer to watch. Just always looks like he's having zero fun. Like Friday beers, John Rom just drinks lukewarm tap water and sits on his deck. It's not good for anyone. Alright, love you, Keeks. Keep in touch. I mean, say what you will. I and want I, and care. I will. I want to care about anything as much as someone like Shonsky cares about golf. Like do I, did I know a, I only, did I know any of the names? I knew like one or two of the names that he brought up. It's such a culture. You can't just walk into that. He cares so much. He loves it so much. These narratives, like I wish I could look at someone hitting something over a fence and that had interaction with the ref and be totally invested in it. And I think that's just, I just respect the hell out of it. You know, there's so many storylines. There's so many storylines. There's there like rivalries and shit. Yeah. There's a lot of storylines, you know? just like, you know, going to an undergrad frat party has a lot of storylines, right? And you got your boy Bryson over the corner who's just hitting bombs and, and, and you know, just for, he's, having, he's, he's having a tough time. And then he's he goes, shitting on Bryson. He's shitting I know on. he's shitting on Bryson, but then, you know, he's got Cam Champ and Rory McIlroy. It's just like, it, 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 it just sounds like a conversation, and this is not Shonsky's problem. It's not his fault. But yeah, I dare you to say that's my friend Sean. I dare you, Nick. And, well, I'm going to for for a few reasons. <laughs> One, I mean, I get that you're following a lot of narratives, but you could follow a lot of narratives on a lot of sports. Like NASCAR, they go fast. Like, you hold know, on, like you on, can, we are we cannot alienate our NASCAR fans here. No, no, no. I, I, you, I'm you saying tell me. You give I, me more than two seconds heads up before you alienate the I'm entire not, southern part of I'm here. Audience, I'm, here to, to I'm here to elevate NASCAR over golf. <laughs> I'm saying like. Saying, oh, there's tons of narratives to follow because these guys hit the ball far, which is impressive. They can smack the ball. Is the same as saying, you know, these guys can drive. One of these guys is X back in the NASCAR Cup. I don't know anything about NASCAR, but you know what I mean. And like, there's there's a million narratives. Every sport has a million narratives. This guy, someone talking to the ref after he hits the ball, screws something up, is the exact same thing to me as a you know a batter striking out and shit talking the the ump and then them laughing like. I, I don't know. It's just like taking every part of any sport and just making it more boring, and that's golf. You know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, hold on. But is that a bad thing? Yeah. Because that helps me. Where I'm. Oh, but come on, man. I mean, tell me that you haven't like freaked out, laughing, and just loving and recounting Aaron Boone like 
Oh, for sure. Giving for the sure. given ump what for. But I'm but I'm saying like I don't think that that doesn't make golf unique. Then is what I'm saying. Like I guess you can enjoy that about golf, but then the rest of the sport is just boring. Like he's hitting bombs. You're like, yeah. I mean, that's baseball. Like you just watch a guy hit bombs in baseball. I'm just saying it's it's it, it's it's not differentiating at all to say there are a lot of narratives, and that's why I like to follow it. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair because that's the positive I brought. Right. But like, I also think it's interesting. We're like, we both like baseball a lot. For sure, another slow but sport. Like, Right, and I think, like, baseball is the other sport, obviously not for us, but that people would say, like, that is the most boring sport I've ever seen. And, and I would say yeah. that, and I, I disagree with that, and I also have a, re- like, my dad loves watching professional golf, and I have a really tough, I mean, it's like that in the Tour de France. Like, I just, that was something that every summer was on in my house. For sure. like the Masters or the Tour de France. Dad would be like, oh, shoot, sorry, got to throw in the Tour de France. And I was like, great, the worst two weeks of my life have just begun. Like, there's always going to be something boring on TV. Like, there's no shot that I can watch the show I want to watch or the other sports I want to watch. I have to watch this cycling or this golf. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm one of those people that thinks that golf is super boring. But hearing someone talk so pat and given someone could talk passionately about, like, you know, throwing paperclips at a wall. But hearing someone speak so passionately about it, the way that you or I talk about baseball, gives me hope of, like, all right, well, maybe if I actually – because I had to commit – and maybe, like, if you grow up watching baseball, it's different. But I had to commit to, like, liking baseball. I had to watch a ton of it and learn what was going on before I really enjoyed it. That's Maybe fair. that's golf. You know, maybe maybe the same thing that I had to do to, to enjoy another sport that people think is boring to watch is something yeah. I would have to do to enjoy golf. That's I fair. I'm doubtful, you know. That's what I'm saying, but I guess. I like- think one day I was, go- I was doubtful that baseball was cool to watch. I think one day, at some point, I was. I guess my beef with golf is that... To get involved either in playing or in watching, the barriers are just super high. You know? Like, you need all of... Not only do you need to know, like, the, all of the terminology, which every sport has, right? You need to know the rules. Every sport has. You need to then be able to make all these combinations of and, and buy a bunch of gear, rent a ton of gear, like clubs, and know what to use where... And then, like, you can play on a public course, but, you know, sometimes those are crappy or something like that, which is no problem with the public course. And it's just every one of those little barriers you start stacking up and up where it's like, you know what, I could just go throw a frisbee in the park. And yeah. that might get me the same exact validation. Or go bowling, where it's like a similar, oh, I need to work on finesse, you know, where it's like this is all about learning 90% of the thing at the first couple of weeks and then working for the rest of your life. For me, it's like too many, too many things in the way. And I'm just gonna, I'm gonna continue to argue my anti-golf point until I hear something compelling. Yeah, that's and, fair. I mean, well, Shonsky is great. It didn't compel me. There is something I love to enthusiasm. Say. Yeah, and I, and I will say, Sean, when I got to be six seven, I may have outgrown you, but I would, it would be an honor to go golfing with you anytime. It'd be an honor. I'd love to grab a beer, Sean. Like we can hang. Yeah, well, I, think I don't want to commit. I don't want to commit to four hours on the golf course, though. I do want to say that, like, I think with. And because I'm going through this right now with soccer, right? Where I just finished Sunderland till I die. Check out last week's uh, Nerd Keegs. And so this week I consciously was like streaming Premier League soccer matches when my like fucking ridiculous internet would allow it. I think like with any sport, it is so hard to be invested in it if you don't know the storylines. That's fair. It's so hard. You can't like, I get, I, if you or I turned on like Korean baseball, which apparently it's super fun to watch it freaking rules like i feel like i would have a tough time really enjoying it because i don't wouldn't know the players like i love watching football but do i want to watch two football teams where i don't know a single person on them like do i just want to watch a random like high school football game no but like if i went to a high school that i worked at and like knew the players there i would really because like you enjoy like these narratives that that sports are all about so I think the same can be said with soccer. Where like I would care so much more about soccer if I knew who the players were on the team, and I keep on telling myself that of like just watch it until you learn who the players are, and then you'll you'll be like, oh, all right, well that was awesome because they just had a terrible game last week and they came back, and oh that guy you know had a terrible penalty on him last time they played. It's the same with baseball, you know, like you want to watch your you want to watch your favorite batter go against the hardest pitcher for you sure, know, the best pitcher on the Cardinals because you know last time like he had four strikeouts. So I think that a lot of it just comes down to the fact of, like, we've been so removed from it, I'm, and I'm not singling you out. But I think that, like, 
Basically, you're saying I mean, if, if I if, if I force myself to watch golf for a full month straight, I'd like it by the end. Yes, and I know you don't want to do that. <laughs> no, I but don't. But I think, but I think like which I think like, is important. Like, but I the other think sports that, I mean like because I want to. But like, what makes baseball great? And again, I'm making the baseball comparison again because of the fact that I think they're actually pretty similar in terms of their. No, pacing. they have a lot of similarities. Yeah, I think is that like. In order, baseball is so much more. I'm not saying you can't enjoy it one way, but it's so much more enjoyable when you like all of the drama in baseball comes from like individual storylines that you have to learn, but also comes so much down to like situational stuff. A double play is more than just two guys throwing the ball at each other in a cool way. Like learning the situations, learning where like when you're supposed to feel tense and when there's like potential for real drama is so much a part of baseball. If you just took someone off the street who'd never seen baseball before and been like, these oh, are these are the moments when I'm excited, they'd be like, I don't understand. Like I, I do that okay. all the time, living with a girlfriend who's not that into baseball. I say, look how exciting yeah. this thing is. And she says, I don't get it. Right, and, and you have to explain, like, well, here's the thing. And it's I like, totally this... get that. And and right. I agree. I think the sports are. I have a lot of similarities. And as I've said before, if someone tells me they think baseball is boring, I'm like, I can't blame you. Baseball can be really boring, right? But where I think there's the big difference between baseball and golf is that there's that other team. There's that other person that builds that narrative and builds that drama versus, you know, and I'm never going to say that I can't see, like, if he sinks this 18-foot putt and wins it all, that's exciting. But there is just something so different to me about a pitcher going against a batter. It's not like, oh, can he overcome his own, you know, the the golfer has to do it alone, which I think is compelling in, in many ways, but to me is not as compelling in saying, like, it's bottom of the ninth. Chapman's coming in to close it out, and some, and you know, Altuve hits a walk off. You're like, well, he beat the best, as opposed to like he he overcame his own self doubt. Which you, obviously yeah. I understand that feeling a lot. I have to, you know, that's my life, trying to overcome right, my own self doubt. Wake up and look in the mirror. Yeah. But it doesn't compel me in the same way because there's the barriers are so different. You know what else I think it might be is, and I don't know, I could be wrong, but like, I can think of plenty of people who enjoy football who've never played football. Yeah, I can think of plenty of people who really like watching baseball. Never played baseball. I'm one of them. So the list goes on. I think there's. I don't know that many people who like really like to watch golf who don't play golf. That's and fair. I think part of it is like you understand the difficulty of the different situations and of the shots. For sure. Right. Like I see a putt and I'm like, well, that's hard. But I don't know how hard it is. You know, I don't know how insane it is. And again, I'm just arguing the same point of, like, knowing the situation helps. But I think it comes down to more than just watching it. It's like, oh, man, like, that's a crazy drive. Or, like, wow, they're using a four iron from that spot. Like, that's that's a crazy move. I wouldn't do that. Oh, my God, it paid off. Um, Like, I guess it's super deliberate in that way. You know, like, everyone has a club that they use. They have a strategy. They have a way they try to hit it. They have a strategy. They have, like, an approach they take. Maybe that's satisfying. Again, I the pay, the thing that fucks me up with golf a lot is like the way the camera jumps between different guys. It's so hard for me to follow. So hard to follow. Especially when I don't know who they are. I think that's why it's even more important to know who people are in golf. Yeah. Because like it doesn't really matter if I see Tiger Woods, I'm like, oh sick, Tiger, and I watch one shot of Tigers and then suddenly I'm on seven other guys for fifteen minutes. On a different hole in a different, on a different hole. Yeah, totally. Right. Um, it's like a hard sport to jump in the middle of unless you love it and you're following it. So, yeah. I, I think let's we've I've I've done enough you know suking the Duke of golf. Let's 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 hear a negative voicemail. You yeah, hear this one? one's a little longer, so I it's two minutes and fifty six seconds. That's okay. Let's play it. The last one was about two minutes as well. All right, here we go. Hey guys, um, thank you for giving me this opportunity to share my views on golf. So, I guess a little history. My first time ever going golfing, I was probably like. 10, maybe 11, my dad took me and my older brother. And it's like a little bit, it's like, I gotta teach you how to do this thing, you know, like lifetime skill, something like that. We did the back nine, um, and it was maybe one of the worst mornings in my entire life. Extremely hot. I was terrible. Didn't get any better. Of course, we didn't get a golf cart because my dad was being cheap. So just lugging heavy clubs the whole way. I hated it. And it was really miserable too, and I remember crying. And I think part of the reason I cried is I had this like idea that golf was something that because I'm like a white dude, like I have to do this. Like when I'm an adult, I'm going to be expected to be able to golf for like business meetings or friendship or things like that. And it was quite liberating then when like, I don't know, maybe I had like this moment five or six years later that I was like, oh, 
I have to do this. Why did I think I have to do this? And I realized I just don't have to golf if I don't want to. That was one of the, yeah, it was one of the most liberating moments of my life. You know, you grow up and think about things with new perspectives. And then my relationship with golf, you know, it's great when you have something that you dislike just personally, and then you realize that morally it's also wrong, you know, then it's like double affirming. Because golf is amoral. Well, I shouldn't say it's amoral. But it is, um, there's a lot of things that are wrong with it. It's a massive waste of space. And there's so many public parks, public parks, that take use a huge amount of space for golf. Right? And we're in a pandemic where people need outdoor space. And you have, like, large plots of land that are just devoted to this little game, um, mostly by um, old white men. That's the other thing, too, is golf is often very exclusionary. Um, there's these clubs that are, in some cases, hundreds of thousands of dollars in registry numbers. It's insane. And it's also not that, that large land, it's not environmentally friendly. It's a huge waste of water. Um, you're uprooting tons of trees, like contributes to deforestation. It's terrible. Um, all the worst people in the world favorite games. And also a bunch of people who I like, who like golf, sometimes I just think that they didn't have that liberating moment that I had, which is like, you know, you don't have to like those things. I think they're lying to themselves. I think they think they have to. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's nice being outside and walking with your friends. But, like, that's any activity. You can just go for a walk in the park. That's infinitely times better and cheaper. And that's using has access to. All right. I think I just ran out of time. So, done. End of frame. There's a lot to cover there. Uh, yeah, one question. One, where is that caller from? Uh, I believe from Connecticut. Okay, so he's wrong. He is expected to play golf. He's not free of that. And yes. he's disappointing he's disappointing everyone around him. Who, <laughs> his entire Connecticut sees him. Yeah, his entire brethren. Connecticut clan. His, no, his I understand I understand clan. that feeling though. There obviously golf has has a has a reputation of being very and, and is, I think, exclusionary in a lot of ways, right? Like a lot of sports are. Like I actually think a sport that's a really good um, analogy for golf, which isn't gonna be surprising, is kind of skiing. Where it's like the startup cost of this sport is very difficult. Rowing too. I like so I'm you know I'm not totally. gonna throw I'm not gonna throw stones because I live in a glass house and a lot of the sports I like are have high barriers of entry. But like, you know, I I think that's a thing, right? Like, and I do like his argument that all the worst people really like it. Not to say if you like golf you're bad, but you know Donald Trump loves playing golf and that doesn't make me like golf anymore. Whether that's fair or not, absolutely not. I used to go and I have a lot of really amazing memories of golf as a child. You know, one of yeah. my, I went golfing with my grandpa. I passed out because it was too hot and peed my pants, and he was cool about it. That's a really nice memory for me, and that's sort of how I think. That's how I think about it, where it's like, you know how I know I really don't like this thing? is because even it, it has a warm place in my heart, and I still have no desire to do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think there, there, he brought up a ton of, of valid criticism, uh, critiques and criticisms of golf, but um, I don't know. I, I have a hard time writing something off because it has things that are wrong with it. You know what I mean? Like, I agree there's a super high, like, buy-in to play golf. I don't think that makes... I think that should change. I think, like, we should make an effort. And I think there are groups of people that are trying to make golf more accessible to people. But I I also, you know, I don't know. I I think, like, yes, it's it's a huge waste of space. But there are a number of things that are a huge waste of space that are exist purely for people's enjoyment. You know? And, I mean, it's, it's, I think, like... Again, it's tough. Would I? Would it be great if that was a park where people could go and socially distance? Even better. Would it be great if that was something cooler, like mountain biking trails? Well, I, you know, again, like <laughs> even I, cooler. I don't. I don't something know. Something intense. If, something like, again. Like I, I just think it's very hard to look at this and be objective. Well, you know, for because sure. like because there is yeah, no, to well, someone who hates to someone who hates golf, a golf course is a massive waste of space. And it may be a waste of water regardless, but it's an even bigger waste of water. Whereas, like, I don't know. On the other hand, like, golf is one of the few sports that we can play right now. That's pretty yeah. cool. You but know? I'm also like, I'm also not going this feigning that objectivity is a part of this. This is purely all. subjective. I'm looking for someone to change my point of view, which is clearly not objective. I don't like golf. Yeah, I mean, I... Whether it's, it's good or bad in, in, yes. the, in the plus or minus in the world, I don't know. But I know I don't like it. Pornography. Yeah, I, I, I just think I like, it. I think there is a stigma against golf, which is like this is a douchey sport, and For sure. it's, again, glass houses like 
I know we, everybody I know and, and learned what I learned because I rode in arguably the, the actual douchiest sport of all time. And yes, like douchey people play, but like, was I a fan of anybody who played on our college baseball team? Now, yes. At the moment, absolutely not. Did I like anyone on the hockey team? Now, yes. At the time, no. Like, I, I think you're going to find Who are all these friends in, you made afterwards that I don't know about? <laughs> meatheads? No, I hate them all. If you listen to our podcast, you're the exception. Um, but I think, like, there's meatheads and douchebags in every single sport. And I think golf has a stigma of being that because I think, like, there is something lame about thinking golf is fun. And I think okay. that's, I think people turn it and try to say, no, I'm cool for thinking golf is lame. When really, you're just one of the fucking sheeple. Like, well, if yeah. you just let your hair out, like, objectively, if you just look at what you're doing, it is fun. It should be fun. I guess it should be, but it isn't for if me. If you went to a bowling alley, given, I know it's different, like, you're, you had to rent no, shoes no, no, as opposed but, to clubs. Yeah, yeah. But if you went to a bowling alley and you only threw gutter balls, you would not have fun. No, you'd be like, this sucks. Yeah, for sure. You'd be like, this sport is stupid. I would rather do something else than do this. For sure. Well, that's where I also think my dislike for it is rooted deeper in me just actively not liking golf because I took golf lessons as a kid and I didn't hate it. And like, I'm, I'm not a good golfer by any means. Like I can't, I can't play a round of golf. I can't do it, but I feel strongly. And this is a, this is a classic like dude take, which is like, well, if I practice a lot, I'd be good. And Mm -hmm. I do think like, I'm not a bad, I, I think I have an aptitude for it. We've gone top golfing together. Like I can kind of smack the ball a little bit, yeah. but it's and still it feels not for good me. to smack the ball. And it does feel good to smack the ball. But smacking things feels good all the yeah, time. Smacking it's still not going to get me out on the golf course. Um, we're joined by a guest. I know we need our we need our his partner in crime, but should we uh, address it? Yeah. So I mean, I think um, we've had voicemails called in. Obviously, those two callers are not able to defend themselves against Nick's lack of objectivity. Um, but. I we decided the best bet for today to really convince us is to bring in two warriors on either side of golf and just have them duke it out in front of us. They just see what are they think. Yeah. the gladiators. And I want to see blood. I want to see blood on the walls. I want to see blood on the sand. And I want to come out of here loving golf. I am Nero. You know? No. Dude, that's so fucked up that you called dibs on Nero. Sorry. He's the one who Joaquin plays, right? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm Russell Crowe. Marcus Aurelius? Once he's survived the movie. Oh, once he's survived. That's fair. Yes. Um, yeah. So welcome, Doctor. Doctor. Hello. Thanks for being here. Um, what you missed was us talking about golf for a while. I think where we stand is, as you know, I'm not a huge fan of golf. Keegan is a little undecided, though I think maybe um, much more open to liking golf, I would say. I am. I, I think I found myself in a position where I'm, I'm defending golf a lot. Because I feel like it's being unfairly attacked in many ways. That's fair. But I guess we'll see. Again, I don't know. I don't know. What, what is a fair attack? All is, is fair in love and war. All is fair in love and war. All is unfair in love and war, if you think about it. <laughs> Do you want to, uh, while we wait for our other guests, would you, would you mind filling us in just on where your experience, your history with golf, how you feel about it? Let's do it. So I started, my dad used to bring me to like par three courses and driving ranges when I was a kid. Started there. Got me a, like a little baby set of clubs and I like built on from there. I'll preface this. I am an extraordinarily average golfer. By no means am I good. Like not even close to being good. I, I'd say, you know, beginning of the season, which like now is because of Corona screws everything. I've played like one so far, but like a 105 on my first round and like you know and then I'll creep down and eventually I'll break 100 a couple rounds if I play like six seven times a summer or something I have a question just right off the bat is golf a sport where you where everyone is humble where like if you say that you're not a good golfer we just supposed to believe you so like if someone says to me that like I am a decent basketball player I'm like I want this guy on my team he can dunk I think nobody's going to say I'm a good golfer because there, you can always, it's a sport where like, if you're shooting the nineties, you think you could shoot in the eighties. You're shooting in the eighties or think you could shoot in the seventies. So nobody's going to come in here and tell you you're a good golfer, but it's kind of like a lifelong journey. People who shoot in the eighties and nineties, I don't think would say they're a bad golfer versus me. I am not a good golfer. Right. 
who's like, what is the, this is just for my better understanding of golf, which is absurd that I don't have any better for the scores that many people in my family play. It's something that gets talked about a lot over the summers. Like, like the best golfer you personally know, like of our contemporaries, what do they shoot? Someone that we have mutual friendship with. Or, or just like, you know, a 27 to 35 year old that like we could come across with. Just someone you personally know. So it's not like, I don't know, like obviously a pro golfer could shoot yeah. or whatever. One of my friends from college, he consistently shoots in the 70s. And just like I would play oh. with him and it's just like he'd hit a one bad shot. And then all of a sudden he'd be like in the rough 200 yards away and just smack it onto the green. I'd be like, oh, fuck me. Like, just never going to be that good. <laughs> oh, here we go. But you're always wow. seeking improvement. That's, that's kind of yeah. what you're, you're playing against sounds- yourself. Yeah, sounds terrible, Nick, right? God, no, I will say that, that is the thing that, that would attract me the most to golf is that it's, a, it's about a personal battle. You know, it's about how can I get better versus I'm taking it out on this guy. Um, but it's We're not joined my, now by our, <laughs> by our, our Hollywood correspondent oh, here wow. to battle the other side of golf. So what our doctor friend just did is he just gave us kind of his background on golf um, his, his history with it, his experience with it. Can you kind of fill us in on where you're coming from and on your side of the argument here? Yeah, certainly, Keegan. So for me, golf definitely has a certain appeal. Uh, I grew up, uh, I, I only played stick sports. My dad is not an athlete. My brother is not an athlete. They're intellectuals at, at heart. So we weren't tossing the football around growing up. The baseball just wasn't a thing. As I got older, I got into sports. I didn't have it naturally. There's other kids who've been throwing the ball their whole lives. They're good. They're throwing rockets. That's not me. So I gravitated to stick sports, which, of course, you know, you could consider golf to be in that world. But unfortunately, golf is just whack. (laughs) (laughs) He's right. (laughs) So at the end of the day, it's that's sort of the hump that I could just never get over. Right. I mean, that's my argument. It's like, there's nothing, I get that there's like nothing wrong with it. It just stinks. Does, so, Nero, does Nero hop down in the sand and fight with the gladiators? Nick? All right, you're I, right, sorry, you're right, you're right, you're right. No, I just, I, sorry, I forgot how the movie went. Did he join? I also don't remember how the movie went, but he's pretty involved. He, he, okay, to be fair, he does join in the end, but yeah. he dies. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, it's not Shit. great for my character choice here. <laughs> Mine neither. Um, so you, golf is whack that's Dig sort of that. the bottom line that's the bottom line for me and then yeah. it, it sort of expands out from there there there's a quote infamous quote uh only to me really and other people in my life and that i've worked with and so i won't mention any names but i will say one of the most interesting men i've ever met in my life who uh made his way as a sheriff in texas he was in the military special operations and then now in his 50s is a bodyguard to the stars um a list i won't name any names but let's just say he's your hollywood pirate a famous pirate movie uh, you know what i'm saying so we're we're talking a list i won't say any names you know (laughs) but if you've ever seen the born identity (laughs) jason Bourne. You're talking uh, the pirate movie with Tom Hanks, right? The, yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, in Curb Your Enthusiasm when he's got the therapist and he's like, another client of mine, I won't say any names, but uh, he did create Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so he, I asked him, you know, I forgot how it came up in the first place, but, you know, we struck up a friendship. He likes to have a few drinks and, you know, we're, we're talking and, and golf happens to come up and he says, he turns to me and he's this fucking big burly man and he's strong as hell. He's lived a million lives already. And he says, ask me if I play golf. And I go, okay, uh, do you play golf? And he goes, no, I'm still sexually active. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that encapsulates a lot of what golf is to me, you know, one day you're not going to be sexually active anymore, Garrett. And what are you going to do with your life? That's actually a great question, Ethan. I'm glad you bring that up because <laughs> I, so I live in California naturally as a Hollywood correspondent. And one thing that I've gotten into in the past couple years is surfing. And one of the most inspiring things about surfing for me is I see these old guys and they got pot bellies and they're not in good shape and they're fucking old, you know, and they're sick. They get out there and they rip. 
and it's something that you can do until Never the day John you, die, you know is not, not not the image of you know not the perfect male specimen if you ask me right but it's also not cool so the difference is that like oh, cool. imagine <laughs> imagine imagine you know a man of that specimen type dropping in on a wave and ripping it up and there's dolphins fucking in the background you know and beautiful women on the beach looking at him thinking who's that old man seems like a cool guy as opposed to like on the golf course you're just sweating someone who's trying to write movies and like painting this beautiful picture that will never happen there's never going to be dolphins in the bird beautiful there's dolphins there's dolphins and beautiful women at the beach you should go are you sure they're not sharks this happened in flipper he thought it was flipper and it was it was scar the hammerhead shark it's true you can't be sure, but how much? Again, how kind of cool? You're out doesn't there doesn't, nature, the, doesn't there the fear of danger shark. make it even cooler? Oh, dude, yeah. you can get fucking. You can have a heart attack on the golf course, Nick. I mean, <laughs> you could have the fear of breaking every club in your in your bag on the golf course. Yeah, that, that you ever see? Uh, you ever see Groundhog Day? Guy gets struck by lightning, it and does. there's a groundhog that kills people in that movie. So I don't know. You tell me if it's dangerous. How much pipe do you think those guys are laying, Garrett? The old surfer men. Yeah. Well, I think to the original point here, perhaps none, you know, they may be past that point in their lives, but they're still catching waves. They're still having a good time out there. I think you're defeating your whole purpose of this A-list body. I'm full circle. I'm full no one's circle. sexually active in that age. But well, that's what I'm saying is once you reach that age, that's sort of a worthy endeavor. Whereas it's like, I guess golf is equal. You know, it's like you could do one or the other. I know what I would pick. Would you say that golf is the surfing of the Midwest? That's kind of interesting. <laughs> making me think here it is an it is an interesting point though that not everyone has access to surfing but could everyone have access to the golf course what garrett in your opinion that's fair that's it and then doctor i want to hear from you but garrett in your opinion as a hollywood correspondent what is lamer being really good at golf or being really good at water skiing (laughs) probably golf yeah i i I don't really think it's that cool to be good at golf like tiger woods is kind of cool I think it's incredibly cool to be good at golf. Golf is fun. Agreed, agreed disagree. <laughs> what, so, doctor, when you look at golf and you're like, when you see a cool golfer, when you're like, dude, that guy, the way he holds that far iron is just, he's just fucking dripping swag, sex appeal all over the, they're going to fucking mow the grass after this because that's how potent this guy's sweat is. Describe that to us. What is that? What makes someone, what makes, like, what makes golf sexy? So, personal experience one in every maybe 10 shots you're gonna get up there and you're gonna fucking smack it and it's gonna feel great now the other four shots on that hole you're gonna totally screw up the goal is to maybe have two good shots and three bad shots you know then you're gonna have a good hole and those good shots when you just fucking hit it pure your swing is great it just like ooh, those 10 seconds that gets you rolling and then you're also separately the reason you love golf because you're outside you're with the boys having a good time you're playing sports in essence that's why i love it so i'm just gonna hop in there for a second that sounds amazing garrett true or false you can't actually have an erection when you surf because sharks are attracted to boners i can't comment i'm glad they asked you though you would be the resident expert on that question sounds like you can get a pretty but i will but i will be in touch a little later tonight (laughs) before the sun goes down sounds like if you're not getting Let's see, 18 divided by five, like three and a third, three and a third, almost exactly. You get 3.3 hard-ons per 18 holes of golf safely. Is that something that like, I, like I should off. be psyched? Yeah, exactly. But do you get off? Thank you. Because it, many times in surfing, it, especially when people are new to it, the best way to describe the feeling after you catch a wave, there's a lot of similarities as far as, you know, personal development. And it's a lot of hard work to get that, you know, good 10 to, you know, 30 seconds of joy. You certainly get off when you catch a wave. There's no doubt about that, Nick. Keegan. Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> that, that does sound pretty nice. Do you that ever get off nice. while golfing, Doctor? I mean, yeah, look, I've probably had maybe 10 birdies in my life and it just feels fantastic. And then you inevitably screw up the rest of the round and don't shoot that well, but it's fine. You have that moment. Is the there, are strikingly similar. Is there an essence in either where it's like, 
I just did something awesome and everyone saw it. We're like, I, I mean, maybe, look, Absolutely. I've never really been in California near a surfing vibe, but every time I've been to beating someone surfing, I'm like, oh, I want to see if that guy's sick. Or if he gets yeah. eaten by a shark, either or. I, and when you're golfing, you're surrounded by like hypothetically four of your boys and you're like, well, I just nailed that shot in front of my boys. That's awesome. I, Wait, so I, what's Dr. your question? I, I'd be happy to take no, this. I, I feel uh, confident I could take this here if you don't mind me stepping in. Yeah. I think the, the difference factor here is that anyone can be inspired by seeing someone drop in on a big wave. Any passerby on the beach is going to say, whoa, and there are passersby on the beach, you know, whereas golf is such an insulated, almost Illuminati-esque kind of practice that, yes, your boys may see everything that part of the goddamn Illuminati and think, oh, cool, but that's it, you know. And it's sort of like, is it even cool? It's not objectively cool. It's cool to them because they know the work that it took to get your butt in the right place to get that swing right to get, you know what I mean? It's like, is it cool? I don't know. I think we just encompass different stereotypes. Garrett's the long hair, the California, he's smoking every day. He's, he's oh, going to work He's doing all those great lace, you know. Doctor, you have all no, people to know you your, your, medical, your medical history is your own business. <laughs> <laughs> this is malpractice that's malpractice <laughs> potentially yeah, i'm making a hipaa violation right now i gotta agree though and maybe and maybe it is just a stereotype but like for me if i walk down the street and i see someone like kickflip i'm like oh fuck that's cool you know like it's just fucking cool like surfing if you see someone catch a wave like i that's cool some being good at golf it's just not as cool and that's okay. It's okay. I'm all for things that are uncool. Like I want to buy Chaco sandals, you know, but like, but it's just not as cool. And I just don't think it can, I don't think it can match on the cool level. If we were thinking of different criteria, it might match on the having beers outside level. It probably wins over surfing. But right. in terms of the cool factor, I just don't think it can, if we're trying to be objective, Keegan, which I know. No, is what's the question you guys something. are chasing, right? That's only one criteria, you're looking right? looking for the cool factor. I'm not going to, not going to argue with that. Surfers are inevitably cooler than golfers. What am I going to say? But golf is still a lot of fun. And that's fair. Boom. That's the fucking speech at the end of the, the nerd stands up at the end of the movie. And he's like, this is why you should save speech and debate club. <laughs> and then he gets the girl. <laughs> no, I, I think, I think it's hard because I think they're, they're what we're, we're on is basically like golf is superior, like is incredibly uncool. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's things that we can change. Maybe it's the wardrobe, you know. Maybe it's the. Maybe I it's like the that one guy. Who's that guy? Bubba. Bubba. Dude, I have yeah. this. I have the same exact note in my thing, which is like I have all these names of people that I'm predisposed to not like, and then Bubba seems cool. He seems. Bubba cool. Watson. What do you yeah, like? Seems cool. I don't know. He's just like he's like having beers. He's just like he just seems like a cool guy. Mm. Good name. Berman, do you watch golf too? I mean, Docker, do you watch golf too? I do. I do watch golf on occasion. Yes. So, like, who do you like? Like, what? Nar- what's a good? Na- we were talking about narratives earlier, and why that's a good part of golf is like following a bunch of different mm. narratives. Everybody yeah. loves Tiger. You, you can't. You can't hate on Tiger. You know, he might have a weird history. He might have some weird sex capades in his past. Who knows? But who doesn't? The comeback exactly. is always great, and he's so polarizing right now because he'll be like fucking smoking it one day and just like hitting it right into the woods every shot the next day. So it's exciting to watch. Otherwise, I, I kind of ha- love hating people. Jordan Spieth and, and such a little fucking bitch. Um, yeah, of course. Justin Thomas, he's also just a little, just these guys, they get, they get hate, they get haters. So you're hate Come watching on. it as much as you're cheering. Yeah, they're super, they're just super boring. They, they're what you hate about golf, you know? They grew up very, like, I'm sure they grew up very rich. Their dad was in all the country clubs, you know, and they, grew up with all the gear and all that stuff they're those people you don't like you know that's fair i think of the two cultural touchdowns as children for as my childhood which is for golf tiger woods obviously a cool one and for surfing johnny tsunami also a cool one Mm. and very difficult to play those two against each other another comeback story johnny tsunami the disney channel original movie (laughs) they thought he was out are you familiar with johnny tsunami mr johnny tsunami keegan uh, are you fucking kidding me? Of I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. Just yeah, making sure. You, you come here and you try to paint me as a villain, as a one guy who never watched Johnny Tsunami on Disney Channel. Tsunami. <laughs> you, <prick. laughs> you can't trust what he says. He's never seen Johnny Tsunami. 
Biden's That's gonna work that really, one. Yeah, that would be actually be a really valid like yeah. campaign tactic. Yeah, thank God yeah. I got my my bases covered. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're gonna fact check the shit out of that. Well, you ever see the Legend of Bagger Vance, Nick? Huh? <laughs> no, I just know it yeah. from the the. Uh, what's that? You're gonna, video, you're gonna video hate video on. You're gonna hate on fucking a sport that helps Will Smith cures PTSD. It's good to know. No, or was it Matt Damon? He is the one who has the PTSD. It helps cure PTSD, Nick. So good to know where you stand. Anti-veteran, anti-curing PTSD. Keegan saying I'm anti-veteran because I said I would die on the hill of not liking golf. Dying on a hill is anti-veteran. Yeah, to all the veterans of all the veterans of the hill. I had a I had a very hot take that I was thinking about breaking out, but um, can we hear it? I would I was advised against it, so I'll only say it as a hypothetical hot take. But good. If, if you, you were to make a hot take, it would be this. But you're not making it. Exactly. I want to say, first and foremost, I'm not about to make this hot take. But if I was, this is what it would be, which is that, you know, you consider all the golf courses in the country. That's a lot of land. That's a lot of beautiful land. Why is it that that land should be set aside for these rich old white men to play their little game when you could turn those into public parks? You could turn those into parks. You could turn those into community centers. You know, biking courses. So, so many, so many wonderful things that could be done with that land. And in a way, if you're pro golf. Jared, did you listen to that Malcolm Gladwell podcast? You're pro segregation. Are you? Yeah, I mean, mean, (laughs) it sort of leaves the door wide open to a lot of things that I'm not going to say that anyone who pro golf is, but. Are they? I'm gonna get I'm gonna get back to the point you just made the hypothetical hot take. First of all, Nick, have you ever ridden a fucking mountain bike in your life? Like, yes, where is dude. this fascination with the mountain bikes? Now? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> Bend, Oregon, 2019. It fucking ruled. Also, Graham Hill State Park. <laughs> oh, so you grew up. You grew up. 2008. No, 2008 with uh, what's his name from CST, the blonde kid, uh, Graham. The red-haired snowboarder. Uh, yeah, with Graham and Max Sturgis. Like, I can name names. You can call them. Be like, if you go mountain biking in the control, they'd say yeah. He had a Trek 2200. It was orange. Keegan. All right. I'm sorry. I see no. Oh I'm my God. I'm just sending passion for like restructuring our, our nation's parks is mountain yeah, bike look, trails. Should we not restructure the entire country board. around mountain biking? Probably not. But should we have more mountain biking? <laughs> Definitely. I'm not sure anyone's going to be. Dude, I don't know. Like you live in New York. Like there's, I, there's no shortage of mountain biking anywhere. There's a fucking mountain. That's true. There is plenty. Where of are you going to mountain bike in New York? I got to get on my trail forks app. That'll show me where I'm going to go. Like the, the, the banks of the Gowanus Canal. No, not in New York City. You're right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mountain bike here. But there's also not many golf courses in New York that aren't. You know, I guess there are. Eric's point is pretty specific to LA. In fact, it's very specific to LA. About surfing or about golf courses? About golf coursing and land, just because there's no public parks in LA or anything like that, Mm -hmm. and there's just a million golf courses. You do raise a a valid, you know, interesting point, Garrett. That really, that is an effective way to end this argument. Right. I didn't raise it though. Right. No, <laughs> if, you were, if you were to raise an argument, you'd look really bad arguing against it. Thank God you didn't raise it so I can continue to argue <laughs> against. There's nothing we can say about it. He didn't raise it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's true. Right. If that was brought up, it would be really tough to argue with. Yeah. I think we need a good, a good data analyst to come in and see where there yeah. are you know, so public I, I land think, shortages and golf course yeah. abundances. Circle back to that. Get the facts. Yeah. But if you think about our I, hometown, three of us grew up in the same place, like the Arboretum right next to the Whip World Golf Course, yeah, it feels a little bit like, you know, like they're trying to sell us on something. That's right. Look at this tiny, nice little Arboretum next to our enormous golf course. There is plenty of public land in Westchester County. That's fair. Westchester <laughs> County. In West, yeah, yeah, this is where we should be having the argument about <laughs> Westchester. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no shortage of like parks. <laughs> Unless you have any other questions, Nick, I think it's been a very effective debate. And the last thing I want to do with these two is I just want each of them, I, there's been blood, there's not been enough blood. I want each of them to pick their least favorite take from the other person and say why it's stupid. I'll take Garrett's, Garrett's little stick sport. You know, I didn't grow up as an athlete, blah, blah, blah. He didn't grow oh, up as an athlete per- because he's right. not an athlete. That's why he can't do this. It's as simple as that. I'm not it's saying a personal, a pot shot. That hurt me. But, that hurt me. I got a collateral shrapnel. That's why he doesn't like golf, because he can. He just won't be good at it, no matter how many hours he puts into it. All right, Garrett, your rebuttal. I think that I think that is fair. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not. I wouldn't consider myself being an all-around athlete. That said, 
I am the type of person who will put in the hours if something is fun and is cool and I'll do it poorly. And golf doesn't seem like it's worth that for anyone, even if you could be good at it. And, you know, if, if imagine if I had the athletic prowess of LeBron James, golf's not even going to make the list of things that I'm going to spend my time on, you know, even as an old man post Michael Jordan being sexually Michael Jordan. active. Yeah. I mean, Hey, you know, Michael Jordan's cool. He likes to golf. You're damn right. There's he's cool. Garrett. To it. There's something you step to, to Michael it. on my pod. I swear to God, Garrett. <laughs> I never would. I never would, but right. you know, that's about as far as it goes. That's fair. You're just, you're just drawing the line at golf. Isn't cool. More or less. Or fun. Also fun. It's a, I mean, it's uh, a, it's a hard, it's a know, hard point to argue back for our, for our first ever live debate um, where we brought in gladiators to, to ha- fight a battle for us. I think this has been remarkably successful. You guys crushed it. Yeah, you guys crushed it. Very well done. You guys are welcome to stick around. We're we're moving on to our mixed media section, which I believe will involve a song and a few slam poems. Um, also, but if you got places, to I be, can't be around for slam poems. It's I, unfortunately, I just yeah. I you're, can't. you're a Hollywood correspondent. You, you kind of yeah. lose. Uh, you it's lose that for the PR. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, about you have to yeah. find a new guy. Yeah. Yeah. Tiger boys out. Tiger boys out. Thanks for coming on, guys. Great. Thanks, talk. guys. That was great. I'm glad to I'm, have I'm, I don't know if I'm sweating or crying or in cold sweats, like brutal. I would, I would have had, I would have hated to have been a part of that debate because it was vicious. I mean, I can only imagine myself in uh, our Hollywood correspondence shoes, just getting ripped apart by the doctor. I don't like being in that position. I wouldn't want to. So I commend both of them for their, you know, their work. But, by the way, both of them extraordinarily sexually active. Very sexually active. I just want to put that out there. I just a lot of ugly things were tossed out there, and I just wanted to say I know for a fact both of them just it being safe about it. Lot you know ne- negative for COVID, but both I mean extraordinarily. Everybody in the country who's not having sex right now, they're making up for it. That's true. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. That's a really good way to um, you know to try to like incentivize people to join our show more often. Is remind them that once they leave, we're going to talk about how sexually active they are. We know yeah. they are. Yeah. Oh, those guys. Oh, very. Just a couple active. sexual Adonises I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Who also, you know, have strong feelings about golf. Yeah. Well, Nick, we're 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 wrapping down our show. Um, we've talked a lot about golf. We've talked, you know, why it sucks. We've talked why it's ruled. You know, we've gone through we've gone through a lot of different arguments on it. I think what we've got to do now is we've just got to. There are ways to express feelings about golf that can't be encapsulated in an argument. They can only be encapsulated and communicated and demonstrated through art. And I think that's where we are now. 100%. Art, art speaks the words that we cannot, you know, bring out ourselves. Do you have anything prepared today? I don't, in fact. Um, but I believe you do. I do. I think maybe what we should do is I'll start with the song. And then yep. we'll maybe we we'll play it out with the slam poem. Okay, cool. That sounds good. Sorry that I should have prepared something so we could each present something. That's okay. Death of, death of the artist. Death of the artist. Yeah, I just it's it's because I have no you know dedication. What's more beautiful than three men in pastels? Four men who say brew instead of beer and say that the hazard gives them hell. What better way to spend a day than churning up grass in the carts? We'll all hit under 80 and the loser will shag balls in the dark. We'll spend time together as bros. We'll lie about the score. Nobody will ever know. Like a modern day fight club, full of grit and blow. You can't forget on day makers, Bryson DeChambeau. So tuck in your polos and pull up your socks. Got an early tea time and legends to carve into rock.
So grab your clubs and call your buds. Fool the wife. You're on the run. Because golf, babe, it's a hole in one. Yesterday, checks didn't clear and had a rent to pay. Not nothing better to do than clear my mind. Nothing better than that nine iron grind. But a man solo on the links. The worst in hipsters making fun of Jar Jar Binks. And I kind of read a comedy character in a sick flick. Can't wait to hate Verdi and tell Trent to suck my dick. So grab your clothes. Or call your buds. Or fool the wife. On the run, because golf, babe, we get to hole in one. I said, golf, babe, it's a hole in one. Well, Seth came in, but didn't know what hit him. His drive was off, maybe there was a wind that was hidden. Well, I got new putter, he told the boys. Who would hide his funk with some newfound toys? But then the putt started right, veering left, veering any which the putter is all off. I better send it back. Tried calling to as a method to distract. So grab your clothes, call your buds, fool the wife. But now you're on the run because golf, babe. It's a hole in one. Because golf, babe, it's a hole in one. I mean, that was the that was the closest thing that's convinced me yet. Great song. Thank you. Thank you. Very Dylan. I loved it. Thank you. Yeah, I forgot the melody partway through, so it's always just safer to go with with Dylan. It sounded fantastic. Um, so yeah, that's, I, you know, this has been, this has been a, a show full of, full of laughter, full of tears. And I just, I hope that that song brought you guys a little bit of joy. Um, it certainly did for me, you know, and before we, we play our final cues and we, we thank you all for listening. We'll, we'll go out with this final slam poem. Um, but just thank you all so much for tuning in 72 episodes. This has been our, maybe the wildest idea we've had. Yes. The kind of the most exciting sport that we could cover possibly our first deep dive into anything. Um, so thank you for joining us on this journey. It's been awesome. We'll see you next week for episode 73. Um, this is a slam poem. It's called Swing. I swing, bench. <laughs> and the ball flies. That ball flies like my father's pride after my first prom night. <laughs> I went to three. He said, I'm proud of you, son. I say now, do you see me shine like the sun? That is a great part about golf. You can get a healthy amount of sun. I am the sun. I am my father's the sun. I am technically one of three the sons, but I was the first out of my mother's womb because I was the strongest and the fastest and two years older than the other sons. But I am first out of the womb and I am always first to hit a drive. My grandma gets sick last year, but I am sick at golf every year. <laughs> swing, swing, swing. My gam gam coughed so much when she choked on the crumbs of crumbly white toast. Like my friends choke on the 18th hole because I am sick like my grandma was but different. And they are crumbly like crumbly white toast. I golf with one, two, three, four condoms in my wallet. Who knows how sick I look playing golf in front of the ladies. Probably sicker than my grandma but in a different way. I am golf. I am sick.
like my grandma, but again, I can't say this enough, a little different. My dad was sick too, but different. But this slam poem is about me. I mean golf. I mean swing. Nick, this is his podcast. Are you happy now? Are you happy now? <laughs> no. Are you? No. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.